sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Everybody and welcome to Spooky Sunday's first birthday party. Yay! And in studio we have your hosts Anne and Renata, but not only that, we've got Crispy live Hello. in studio. Oh, Hello. and she's threatening us with all sorts of interesting things, isn't she? Oh, she is. Yeah. So at the moment we are live on YouTube and we are live on Facebook, uh, and we always do that for the first fifteen minutes so that you guys can sort of see our faces uh-huh. and then you can come on later uh, once we we cut that off you'll come on and watch us watch us oh, words are hard listen to us on the Newcastle Live radio app uh-huh. or on the Newcastle Live website and then you go on to the Newcastle Live music from there and then you click the big green arrow uh-huh. but we've got something special on tonight as well because I've got clothes because Christy is here we're going to do another special live segment back on YouTube and back on Anne and Renata Frightfully Good at 9.30 because, Christy, you're doing something special for us tonight. I am. So I've got a spell for us to perform tonight. So everyone at home will actually be able to spell along with us. (laughs) S-P-E-L-L. That is awesome. So remember, you can come back at 9.30 and uh, we will be going live for about another 15 minutes and doing a spell. She won't tell us anything about it. No. Not even the ingredients or what it's for. I've I've asked if it's lavender. She won't say anything. (laughs) She won't won't (laughs) confirm or deny. Uh, For those who don't know the lavender story, you need to go to the Spooky Sundays podcast and uh, find that episode and have a listen because Mm. it's a cracker. It is a cracker. All right. So we've got a big show. You've requested the uh, Paranormal Trash or Treasure to come back. Yes. I have found a doozy. There is a picture on the... Facebook, Newcastle Live Music community page, community group. I almost got it right. Uh, And you can have a look at that item and tell me what vibes you are picking up on Mm. and uh, whether you can work out what this particular item is, whether it is haunted or whether it imbues you with powers or or what. Have a guess. Or whether there's a Klingon attached to that as well. There could be a Klingon Mm. attached to that. All I know is that I sprayed myself in Christie's... F off spray, mm-hmm. which removes negative energy, and within seconds I was on the toilet and I was voiding my bowels. <laughs> I have oh, so God. much to say oh, about that. I that, have that, nothing. that is not radio. I have nothing <laughs> to say. So I can say it works. Nothing to say. <laughs> and if you would like to. That's s- like the dead silence there after <laughs> I finish that yet. one. <laughs> if you would like to send us a birthday message, we would love that and we'll give you a shout out. Um, the number is 0490 I'll repeat that for you. 0490 Send us a birthday message and uh, we'll read it out on radio tonight. And, of course, we love your messages. So and send bef- them in. Before we go any further, we've got a shout out. Big congratulations too. 
yes. to Claire and Isaac. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Butterfield, yeah. on your wedding yesterday. It was amazing. It we was. had the best night, and um, I, we didn't get too messy, did we? We no, actually behaved we quite behaved well. We behaved ourselves. Yeah, yeah, but what a beautiful venue, too. Oh. It was like being in Harry Potter's castle. Yeah, 48 Watt Street, yeah. which is a converted uh, old church. And my goodness, if you want to do a wedding in yeah. town, that is an amazing, amazing venue. But they looked just beautiful. It was Prince Charming and yeah, one of those Disney princesses. Yeah. That's what it was. Yep, she was. <laughs> it was beautiful. And we never saw the uh, Cinderella side of her. All we saw was the beautiful princess side. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go to a quick News of the Week story Ew. because it actually involves an Australian ghost whisperer. Yes. And this Aussie Ghost Whisperer reveals the five signs your house may be haunted. And she reveals the most terrifying moments she's had in the job. I was attacked by a spirit, she says. Oh, I bet she was. So this Australian ghost hunter has revealed how to tell if your house is haunted. Katerina Legato has been communicating with ghosts for over 30 years. She says most of the time um, there is nothing evil that comes across and there is no reason to be scared or confused. But other times there is actually something evil. And likely these people may have been murderers or they did something nasty in their life. I'm really hoping you weren't going to ask me a question then. They had a mouthful of tiramisu cake. (laughs) (laughs) A psychic with keen eyes for haunted houses has revealed exactly how to tell if you are living amongst ghosts and what you can do about it. So here we go. Let's deep dive down into what Katerina has to say. So known as the Australian ghost whisperer, Katerina Legado, believes she has seen it all and some of it is nothing short of terrifying. The psychic who clears menacing spirits from homes helps people connect with loved ones who have passed and offers psychic healing and has been in the business for 30 years. Speaking with female, that is F-E-M-A-I-L, what? Well, that's a site. It's a site. Okay. The psychic medium <laughs> explained that most ghosts that go on to wreak havoc, havoc in the living world are simply scared and confused. That's what I say. Yeah, nice so far. A lot of people go through their lives afraid of dying, she said. So when they do die, they are afraid in the shock that their life has ended and this can lead them to get stuck in this reality. They feel angry over their death and often feel like they have unfinished business, which is a fallacy. Oh, but some of them feel evil in death because they were in life. If you are a horrible person in life, a murderer or something nasty, then that darkness follows you. I can feel the darkness. I can feel the terrible deeds, she said. Katerina has come close to such spirits before, uh, something she speaks about online in her podcast and in her books. And while many of these fall into the category of all in a day's work for the paranormalist, that's a good word, some have left their mark on her. There's actually a book called The Paranormalist, I think. Forever. Mm. I will never forget the moment I was attacked by a spirit while clearing an old boarding house in Balmain when I first started crossing spirits over, she said. Now, here are the five... Oh, hold on. 
I'll, I'll, I'll finish this little bit first before I go into the five signs your home may be haunted. I had to go into every room, find the spirits and help them cross over. I walked into one room and there was a huge oak wardrobe. Suddenly, both doors opened at the same time and this horrible spirit came out. That's a bit judgmental, isn't it? I stepped back and kept shielding myself psychically as it lunged for my throat. It was furious that I was crossing the other spirits over, she said. She said there was no draft in the room and the eerie way the doors opened has always stuck in her mind. Not many psychics conduct house clearings. Well, we do, Uh, she explained, because they are anxious about moving tortured spirits on. Katerina said simply burning sage and thinking nice thoughts will do nothing when it comes to sending a spirit packing and keeping them around can have detrimental effects. I met this woman after her divorce who said she and her husband had been soulmates but then they moved house and it all changed. He became a gambler and started cheating on her with sex workers. It was previously completely out of character. Of course it's going to be the ghost's fault isn't it? She said from the day they moved in they were arguing all the time. When she kicked him out she did research on the place and found out the guy who lived there before used to run sex slaves and was a horrible man. But it isn't always that dramatic. Most people complain of always being cold and of being tired all of the time. This is because the ghosts use living things as a kind of battery to keep them earthside, she said. Katerina also gives psychic readings, sometimes up to four a day. And she always tries to pass on the bad news just delicately. One woman came and I told her to get checked out by the doctor because I saw she had cancer. She was such a lovely young woman. She ended up dying. But thank me for telling her to get a checkup. Oh, that was a bad story. I shouldn't have gone that far. Yeah, no, too far, Renata, too far. Um, Yeah, you don't want to rattle people or be doom and gloom, so you have to do it tactfully. Okay. Mm-hmm. Katerina grew up in Sydney and often found herself at odds with her parents over her psychic abilities because they didn't understand. Now, let me go through the five signs your home is haunted. So maybe some of you that are listening will feel that this might be something that is going on for you. Number one, when the house or a particular room is always really cold... Two, when you feel movement or footsteps when no one's there. Three, your personal objects move around. Unless you've got cats, because that explains everything. Or a husband. Four, you move to a new house and start to argue. Don't feel at peace with your family. And five, you're always feeling drained like you're not sleeping well. Now, she's got a little bit of advice on how to tell if a spirit is evil. Shall I go on? Oh, why not? Yes. Got nothing come else this, to do. You've yeah. come this far. I've come this far. I'm just going to dive into the deep end. I always prefer to go all the way rather than just come a short distance. That's true. So number one, how to tell if a spirit is evil. You will feel a heavy sense of terror. Okay. Number two, how to tell if a spirit is evil. They use scare tactics like playing with the lights. Well, not always. Not always. It could be Morse code. Yes. I thought it was like a disco. Yes. <laughs> some, some spirits come through using the lights and they're just wanting to let you know that they're there. Anyway, oh, one well, more. Rainbow's just said they've experienced all five of them. There you go. I didn't think we I, got it actually all through five yet. I, <laughs> but, I, I said that there will be someone who recognises. Yeah. yeah. And number three, they crack mirrors and throw things from walls. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
I, I thought just looking. You said in five. That was only three. No, no. It was five signs your home is haunted. I've read those. Oh, see, and Rainbow we, was paying attention. We weren't. Yeah. And we had three signs. <laughs> that I think the, I the spirit is evil. <laughs> All I heard was the one about the the guy going to the hookers <laughs> and the ghost getting the the blame for it. Yeah. So. Look, if you have a question about that, about whether your house might be haunted, send in a message to 0490 and hopefully after 8.30 we might be able to um, answer that for you. Well, yes, and um, for those who are watching us on YouTube, we are on the Spooky Sundays radio show on Newcastle Live Radio. Uh, the people on Facebook know all about that, but we just had somebody ask us for a reading, and uh, that's not what it's all about tonight. We've actually got lots of spooky stories, and you can ask questions and answers about the paranormal. Ask questions, and we'll hopefully answer about the paranormal. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio. And we welcome you all back to the Spooky Sunday's first birthday party. And we're trying to shovel our faces with cake in between. Uh, And now, Renata, do you have a few messages to read out there? Yeah, I'd love to read some of these messages. So first of all, Maxine, Maxine Pademic, she actually sent a message through uh, probably about three or four o'clock this afternoon. So she was very early. So thank you, Maxine, for sending us a message for our first birthday. Hi, Maxine. We have Catherine who says, let us be known Spooky Sundays is one year old. Woohoo! Thanks, Catherine. And Susan, happy birthday, Spooky Sundays, and to the very spectacular Anne and Renata. Thanks for brightening Sunday night, Susan and Will. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, thanks, gorgeous. guys. Then we have thanks for keeping Sunday spooky for a full trip around the sun. Congratulations, Aaron from you know, Griffith. You know, we've only missed, I think, two shows because we pre recorded everything from when we were away and they shut the studio down over Christmas, New Year. Actually, I think it was only one. Mm. I'm sure we only missed one show. Everyone else missed three, but we missed one because we were so determined. We were. We don't want to let our listeners down because they depend on us on a Sunday night. We know. We know this because there is absolute crap everywhere else on TV (laughs) and everything. Now, can I just do a few more? You can. So happy first birthday, Anne and Renata, wishing you many more to come. Love Mick and Vic Holgate. Oh, hi, Mick and Vic. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, hi, gorgeous ladies. Happy (coughs) birthday to Spooky Sunday. I love the show and I'm listening to you while working. We won't tell anyone. We won't tell a soul. And that's Kerry. Hi, Kerry. Um, and uh, we'll just finish on... Oh, no, we'll do two more. Okay. Two more? One is from Lisa. Congrats on one year of Speaky Sunday. It's a highlight every week. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And Barb, our beautiful Barb Evans, says lots of love. Thank you, Barb. Thanks, Barb. All right, I'm allowed to do my story now? Yes, you can. Now, I put a picture on Facebook, Newcastle Live Radio Group. I think I got it right. Uh, And um, it had sort of uh, this clampy looking thing and it had some nice bright colourful balls behind it to try and give you an idea of what this story might be this is one another one from my favourite book The Fortean Times oh I love that one yes yeah they they give you some weird and wacky stuff and this is to me that proves that humans are far stranger than ghosts and I found this wonderful wonderful story 
police raided a basement flat in Finsbury Park, London, and arrested a 44-year-old man on suspicion of causing grievous, 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 grievous bodily harm. Yeah, that's it. Grievous bodily harm after discovering he had castrated dozens of men there and live-streamed the operations on a pay-per-view channel under the name The Eunuch Maker. Oh, goody. Now, Excellent. look, we've been looking for ideas for extra income stream. I'll <laughs> uh, give it a go. You give it a crack? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I've got a picture of what the tools look we like there. We can set up so. a Facebook page for you, Christy. Thank you. Only fans. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Still think we've got to do that one where we wash our feet. I'm yeah. sure we'll, we'll make millions. Uh, six other men were also arrested elsewhere as part of the investigation. you imagine streaming that live and watching it? Oh, I oh. saw my horse getting gelded. <laughs> yes. That was bad enough. Um, the Norwegian-born suspect has no medical qualifications and carried out the procedures with a specialised castration device known as a Burdizo, um, insisting that he did so in a very professional way. I like your Australian pronunciation. Berdizo. <laughs> Berdizo. Is that better? <laughs> and yeah. I want to give a shout out to Jake because I know he's going in for a little bit of a snip snip on um, mm. this week coming. God bless you. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's all right. Roman survived it. You'll be fine. Neighbours, uh, however, describe regularly seeing ambulances turning up at the property and taking people away. Um, <laughs> I oops. wonder if there's any... Um, oops. You change your mind oops. after the snip snip had happened. No. They've got, oh, what did I do that for? Put them back, put them back. I know when my horse got gilded, you know what they did? I don't want to know, thank you. Well, they, they just... They did the deed and they had no anaesthetic or anything. It was horrible. And they ripped out the, um, uh, the ping pong I balls I don't know. and threw it to no, the dogs. No. The dogs oh, ate no. it. Oh, no. Oh. Fresh and hot. Oh. Oh, 25 past eight. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, sorry. The, the suspect has a bit of cake went down the wrong hole. Uh, oh, the suspect is also an amputee. Claimed. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to put that in there? <laughs> why, why do they need to put that in? Does it really matter if he's missing I a limb? It, I, I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there were many that... just makes it worse. He's, he was missing that part. I don't know. Uh, anyway, claimed to have undergone the procedure himself and to have carried it out on 58 other men. Oh, you, how can you find 58 men who will agree to that? Just wait for it. It gets better. Storing the remo- removed genitals in his freezer and in jars of alcohol in the flat. <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's the flavoured gin that you can buy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've gone down really deep on our first <laughs> first half hour tonight. I think the tiramisu had uh, alcohol. Had, I'm in sure it. it did. I'm sure it did. Uh, just, I was trying to make it memorable for our first birthday, guys. Oh, yeah, right. it's um, memorable. I'll remember right, this for okay. a very long time. He said yes. in an online interview that he has had his own genitals completely removed because he wished to look like a Ken doll with nothing down there. Just smooth. Smooth. (laughs) Um, This is apparently known as a smoothie. (laughs) Uh, Christy, how did you know that? 
Don't yeah. ask. I, I think we're on the wrong program. Shouldn't this be Louise's? This should be Louise's After Dark on Thursday nights, I do believe. Um, it is believed that the man was an ad- adherent of the genital um, nullification or nullo movement, which involves people who do not wish to identify as either male or female, often seeing themselves as asexual. Ah, right. I think right. you personally probably got oh, off on dear. cutting off people's nuts, but that's all right. They are thought to be inspired by Japanese artist Meio Sugiyama, who had his penis and testicles surgically removed at the age of 23, subsequently cooking and serving them to stage oh. banquet. <laughs> As cannibalism is legal in Japan. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I don't think I read through this whole article. Um, all right, I'm going to get myself back under control. No Hope you're enjoying this. Let us know on 0490 before we get taken off air permanently. Um, so where are we up to there? Yeah, the, the Nullos. Uh, it is estimated there are 10,000 to 15,000 voluntary Nullos worldwide. And an academic study in 2014 found that two-thirds never tell anyone that they have no genitalia, including their families, as it is expensive and difficult to to have the procedure reversed. Oh, I forgot to say that the um, the cannibalism thing, you know how a city uh, in Japan later, apparently later cut off his nipples as well. Oh, just... Um, that was to put on the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the cherry on top. <laughs> oh, dear. How do we get away with this? Um, uh, right, so... Because at the moment we've got, like, two listeners. <laughs> as it is expensive and difficult to have the procedure, right, uh, out of hospital, most people have their genitals removed by amateur cutters, often moonlighting doctors or vets. You know, um, that's really sad. It, it is, is really sad for people who feel the need that they need to do that and yeah, get through themselves. that. Yeah. Ah, it's nowhere near as weird and difficult to try to become a eunuch now as it was 30 years ago, they said. Mm. There we go. The is real. So that's where I'm saying to you guys, I don't know why we're worried about the ghost world. I think that the humans in the modern day world are far more strange. Now lights are flashing in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Flashing. I told you I was having trouble with words today. Look, I think after all that we need to catch our breath yeah and go to a song so this is the time that you need to send in your questions to 0490 anything about the paranormal spooky world or if you want to know something about the magical world ask Christy as well or if you want to know anything about Claire and Isaac's wedding we'll try and let you know <laughs> oh. <laughs> Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata only on Newcastle Live Radio and it's that time of the evening that we go to spooky chat. And have we got questions or anything, Renata, or are we just talking to ourselves tonight? <clears throat> Might be talking to ourselves, but I've look, I've got lots and lots of happy birthday wishes. Oh, well, so let's gonna, read them out. I will read out some more. A happy birthday, Anne, and happy birthday, Spooky Sundays from Sam. And we have Daniela. Congratulations, ladies. Can't believe it's been a year already. Yeah, we can't believe it either. Uh, then we have happy first birthday, Spooky Sundays, favourite part of my week. You both are absolutely marvellous. Oh, thank you. And my Sunday night, love Becca Lee. Oh, thank, thank you, you Becca so Lee. much. Thank you. 
Um, and we have uh, just wanted to congratulate you guys on everything. Having COVID has been a blessing as I've caught up on everything you have been up to. Oh, I'm sad that you got COVID. But Mark it's nice Ferguson. Oh, hi, Mark. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, he's got it again. There's so many oh. people that get in their next round. And we have our lovely Emmy, our PA. Hello, Emmy. Who has sent in two photographs of her drinking <laughs> during the show. Because we did it. say if you, you have a drink for us. Yep. Um, Penny Fraser has said happy birthday, Spooky Sunday. Hey, Thank you. Um, Deborah Ann, can't believe it's been a whole year. First know, of Deborah many Ann. years of Spooky Sundays, we hope. Love cozying up with a cuppa on, in my frightfully good mug on a Sunday Aww. night. Thanks for the belly laughs, cool music, and spookiness. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for being there every week, too. We really appreciate that. And Jody has sent a lovely attachment. Happy birthday to you and Not congratulations. <laughs> and Robert White says bangers and two spuds. <laughs> <laughs> and look, Maxine, I hope you're okay. Apparently she nearly choked on her meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a dinner. Um, of all things to be eating. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Sharon says happy birthday, guys. Have enjoyed every minute and hopefully many more to come. My favourite show for a Sunday. Much love and light, Sharon. Thank oh, thanks, you. Sharon. And I won't. I won't say what she just said. Um, and, but you um, really suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. Now, oh. Some, <laughs> someone has written, oh, my God, you ladies are killing me here. Ha, 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 wow. You're welcome. Um, oh, Andrea. Andrea Poppin. Hello, Andrea. Yes, Andrea Poppin. Um, yes, uh, so I was saying to Renata when we got off the air, I said, I've got to do a story like that. And apart from the fact it's our first birthday, I'm known for bringing out the weird ones, the truly weird ones. Yes. So we have no questions. No one's interested. So let's... <laughs> oh, did, apart from the fact that they've got all these people wishing us a happy yes, birthday. it's beautiful. But how about we talk a little bit about some of the other things that might come up when a house is haunted? Okay. Yeah. So, Christy, I'm yes. going to throw it to you. What What do you think people should be looking out for when um, looking at whether their house might be haunted? Well, was it last week, week before? I can't remember. We talked about EMF, mm-hmm. so the electric magnetic field, so where the power box is in the house. Now, people our age... <coughs> <laughs> 25. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. We never grew up with constant Wi-Fi happening, radio waves going through the air like we do now. That is true. So, you know, people are trying to sleep with routers next to their head, their mobile phones, their iPads, their laptops, everything going. So we didn't grow up with all of this energy and things like that, you know, flowing through constantly. Yeah. So I think... You know, how how much does that pay, play a part in those feelings of paranoia, extreme fatigue and things like that that people experience? So, you know, yeah, cold spots in your house or, you know, as soon as I, you know, moved here, my energy feels like it's being drained and I'm really run down. Well, all of those things can be caused by, you know, where the routers are, but not just that because... You know, if you go next door, your mobile, your Wi-Fi is still working there. So all of this layover mm-hmm. and crossover. So you're sort of getting like four houses worth of radiation in your house mm. um, when, you know, you, you know, probably moving into these new estates and things like that. But even just normal neighbours like Anne, your house, you're sharing a wall pretty much with your neighbours. Yeah, next door now. Yeah. Bless so, them. Yeah. 
hear everything. I should have put some shunga in the, the blast <laughs> yeah. of balls. But, you know, we've... we've We've got more than we've ever experienced before, so I don't know how much you could contribute that to how people feel that their house is haunted, mm-hmm. um, but definitely I would say it would play um, a significant role. Mm. And all it takes is for someone to say, um, I Ooh, think... I feel something here. I, I think there's something evil here. Yeah. Um, to get someone quite worried about what might actually be in their home, especially yeah. if they don't have... Uh, any background or any knowledge to what is normal and what isn't normal and what could cause the same sort of effects. I mean, we kind of talk about it virtually every day, so we know, but a lot of people just don't. It's not part of their their thing to know anything about this. So if someone turns up and says, I think there's something terrible going on in your house, it will freak them out. Yeah, and uh, if they don't, and they don't say, um, "Oh, what? What do you feel? And how do you know? Are you experienced in this area?" They just go, "Oh my God, what is it? What's in my house?" And of course, that person's going to start going, "Oh, it's, it's really evil. I can feel it." They they yeah. sink down into because all of a sudden they become special. Yeah. Plus, for them, it might feel weird and strange and and terrible. I mean, it might feel awful. Um, It doesn't end up solving the problem. You still have to work out what's going on. I mean, there could be something there. There could be something there. They might actually be picking up on something psychically for the first time ever in their lives. But it doesn't mean it's evil. It just means your body is reacting. And normally, when your body reacts to something it's not familiar with, you go straight into that fight or flight. The adrenaline rushes through. And you assume that whatever it is there is going to get you so yep. you're, you're ready to run yep. and in actual fact it, it's not it's just your that adrenaline rush yep now a few things that could happen um is that yeah um paintings can fall off the walls mm-hmm. it could be a number of different reasons for all of these things but well, i know paint- what it was in my house it's the bloody builders <laughs> next door paintings- did you see those videos i sent through oh my god Paintings could fall off the walls. Um, we had light fittings fall <laughs> off our ceiling because they were whacking the walls so hard. Yep. Uh, there could be uh, movement of objects. Um, a, there could be uh, cold sensations. There could be, uh, what else, voices being heard? Well, your pet could just be staring in the corner. A lot of people think because their cat or their dog is just staring at a wall mm-hmm. that obviously they're staring at... They're just meditating. Mm -hmm. They're just meditating. You know, they're they're an animal. They're just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) But as we've talked about it before, um, animals hear their range range is uh, a lot wider Mm. than ours. So they could be hearing something that's going on outside Mm -hmm. uh, or in the neighbor's place. Um, What else could happen? Well, well, for me, I I do actually have a little bit of a pet hate about this thing and that, you know, the paranormal field is unregulated so there isn't a set of, there's not a code of ethics there's not a set of morals or anything like that but you know most things when you're dealing with in a in a service thing have a code of ethics and that's not getting I don't know your friend your neighbor's friend to come over yeah. and then the, your friend's neighbor comes in and goes oh really bad spirit here yeah you know they've got no what you know Yes, there's no formal qualifications and things like that, but, you know, there is a code of ethics of not to frighten people. There should be a duty of care. Yes, that, you know, we're not walking in there and telling them that there's a really bad spirit in their child's bedroom. Mm -hmm. 
um, just because he thinks that there is doesn't make them the authority and also doesn't make them right. Right. Into the first couple of years of me working as a paranormal investigator, I actually met with this amazing group of people who have studied studied academically and they were talking about putting together a body to try and regulate the paranormal field and put in a code of conduct and all of this sort of stuff we're talking about. But the problem is who chooses those people to sit on that board and make those decisions because there are so many personal beliefs and personal biases. The people who are religious are going to be saying this is all coming from angels and demonic energies and God's influencing and baby cheeses is over there. Whereas a person from science is going to be going, well, this is just breezes and uh, mine uh, plumbing. the plumbing and the mine, what do you call it, when subsidence and all that sort of stuff. And um, they can't meet in the middle. There's no middle ground for those people if they're at the, the extremes. So how do you put anything into place uh, that is for the everyday person? Mm, very, very difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. Oh, Maybe uh, someone that's huh? listening has an opinion and you would like to share it on 0490 Send us a message. We'd love to know what you think about that. Would it be even possible to put in some sort of a, a regulatory body um, for paranormal investigators, especially those that are going into people's homes? Yeah. I think probably not. But I've got a few ideas of things I would like to see in place, yeah, but I've, we might talk about that after yeah, the Yeah, Over the, the years, song. I have um, known a few people who have made attempts, but yeah. never worked. You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. Welcome back to the Spooky Chat with Anne, Renata and Christy, who is lurking over there and waving at me. Um, all right. So I did I did say we had another question there, Renata. Are you going to read that one out? Um, Andrea Poppin just asks, and I'm going to direct this directly to Christy from uh, Christy's Magical G-Spot. Um, what does Magical your um, F-off spray smell like? It's actually really nice. It is. It is beautiful. Yeah. It is sage and peppermint. Yes. Mm. So the sage works as energetic clearing. The peppermint also works as an energetic clearing, but it's a very. It's actually a top note um, essential oil. So that means it's. Um, Quite hot, like very. What's the word? Volatile. Uh, I don't know. Strong. Strong. Yeah. So it's the first thing you smell. So that's really good at a, as a nice fresh um, cleansing. Almost as good as lavender, huh? Mm. Mm. Now Penny Fraser has sent us a beautiful picture of her backyard, and I must say I like the distance between you and your neighbours. Oh, that'd be all right. Exceptional. Uh, I haven't told I, you about the cutting cardboard story about my neighbours. I love I love the mushrooms as well. And um, Robert, you're having a uh, nip of Ned. An Australian whiskey called Ned. Now, if Ned would like to sponsor us, that'd be <laughs> fine. We're looking for sponsors. Yes, we are. So if there's anyone out there who would actually like to have ads put into the Spooky Sunday radio show, send a message to Newcastle Live Radio or Newcastle Live. You can message them from Facebook and they'll get your message from there. Um, and they can talk to you about the costs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but there was a question there, and that was from Sasha, and she said, what is your favourite? Favorite paranormal ex- experiment and why? Mm. 
that's very interesting. Uh, mine would have to be the the Estes method with mm-hmm. the headphones and the spirit box or the portal because I like that that's not something that can be faked. It's um, if you get a, a line of questions where you're getting answered back and forth and the people on the headphones can't hear the questions but they're giving you the answers through the spirit box feed, then that's really of interest to me. Mm. And the thing is that we often, um, well, almost always use members of the public who quite often have had no experience in doing it. So they really don't know what they're delivering until the headphones come off and we're looking at them with our jaws open going, oh my God, you should have heard what you just said. And I can't remember all of it, but it was really good. I always say to them, because I always put one, if they're in pairs, I say, one of you go on the headphones and one of you stay out here to report back, because I forget. I've got a brain like a sieve. I'm in the moment, I'm enjoying the moment, and then once that moment's gone, I'm on to the next moment and forgotten about the last moment. Now, Christy, what's your favourite one? Yeah. Well, I I do like the parabolic ear, um, but again, that's really, it is easily contaminated by people that can't control their breath. So, <sighs> yeah, or they fart. And look, to be honest, I have done that. Um, <laughs> You've dropped one, have you? Yeah. Oh, good idea. Oh, it was a demon. Yeah, I was running the session too. Pretty proud of myself. Um, Did you blame someone else? No, I didn't. I just asked. No, I'm not even going to tell you about it. Um, but I do enjoy doing that. So... You know, I've had some experiences that just cannot be explained where, you know, especially at the jail where Mm -hmm. people have heard doors opening, metal bangs like the door, furniture being pulled and things like that. So nothing that... um, we can explain at the end of the day, you know, Mm. and I always do search for an obvious answer if there was a bird in there Mm -hmm. or that we often get, but some things are completely not explainable. Yeah, the pigeons aren't real good at dragging furniture across the floor. They they try, but you know. We are very lucky that we have had the opportunity to go back to Maitland Jail um, on a consistent basis for the last couple of years. And that that is one of those... (sighs) bits of gold that paranormal investigators would love to be able to do because it just means that you've got that ongoing connection and that you can go back and check the place out time after time after time. And you you almost develop a rapport with the entities Mm -hmm. um, and we find that we have the same names coming across all the time. Mm -hmm. And we never tell the names out. We never tell them before the, the session. No. Um, I, I used to have a list on my phone. I wrote them all down. And then once the names started coming out, I would say to the people, here is the names that we normally have come out so they could see that mm-hmm. like it's dated when it was from. It got wiped off my phone for some unknown reason. Anyway. Now, um, I've, got a, I've got a message before you go on from Mark, Mark Ferguson, who says, here's one for you. Did a private case a few months ago. Walked in and had the owner's friends telling us that there is a demonic entity. Turns out this evil entity was a blocked toilet. <laughs> oh, straight from Satan. Bowels of Satan. It, it would smell like that. <laughs> well mm. well done, Mark. And they would have been really annoyed because they were no longer special. 
because yeah. when they've got a demonic entity in the house, they're special. But you've got to understand that people, and this is part of the stuff that happens when people come and do psychic development classes. It is all about um, listening to your environment. And it's amazing what you don't hear on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So it sounds like the toilet and the washing machine and everything else just go literally in one ear and out the other. You don't even make sense of them. It's time to cross back to the other side. Welcome back to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Welcome back, everyone. It's after nine o'clock, which means I'm behind the controls now. Yay, let's hope she gets it right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have little faith. Yep. Um, I did have another birthday message come through. Yeah. uh, Which I have to read out, and I'm just hoping they weren't listening to that segment I did earlier. Happy first birthday, Anna Renata. Proud to have you on the team from Stephen of Newcastle Live. (laughs) (laughs) It's our boss. Thank you, Fabulous, fabulous hick. Yeah. I just hope he wasn't listening to that, that story I did. Shush. <laughs> Don't replay. Shush. Don't replay. This, this one won't be going and he on does the have podcast. A, he does have a picture up there of um, uh, his feet on the table watching too. Oh, awesome. <laughs> fabulous. Um, well, I'm going to go to a story. Oh, yes. Now, this one does not come from Australia. It comes from England. Oh, okay. And, the uh, other Australia. Yes, the other Australia. And it starts off by saying, I live in an accident murderer's house haunted by two ghosts. Oh, nice. Don't you like it? I like it, yeah. Would you move into an ex-murderer's house? Yes, of Hell course yeah. I would. <laughs> as long as they'd clean the blood up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put an outline around it first? Oh, so that please. Chalk outline oh, permanently there? Okay. So, this is uh, Mike Cavell. He thought he'd found his ideal family home, but a chilling saga began when his son woke up screaming in the night and told Mike, he's behind you. Are we getting sound effects, Christy? Mm -hmm. Okay. When we moved into my ideal family home in a quiet street in Hull in England, I never dreamed it would turn out to be a haunted house. The three-bedroom property had everything I was looking for. It was close to my family and friends. There were decent schools and shops nearby, and to cap it all, it was on the street I was born in. I loved it. And so did my wife and our kids. We moved here in 2007 and everything seemed perfect at first. Then, oh, Daddy, it's perfect. One night, perfectly my eldest child woke up screaming. <coughs> oh, that's pathetic. I ran downstairs and found him sitting up in his bedroom shouting for me. Daddy, Daddy. I hugged and held him. Oh, mummy, Mummy. <laughs> and he told me that he had seen a man at the door. I saw a man at the door. As he settled, he said the man had been carrying a piece of wood like a stick and was banging it up and down in his hand. Naturally, I assumed it was a nightmare and as I tucked him in, I assured him it was a bad dream. It's just a bad dream, said Mummy. (laughs) Okay. Mummy's been to the gym too many times. About a week later, the same thing happened again. My son woke up screaming. And I rushed into his room. He threw his arms out for a hug, visibly shaken. I kept asking what was wrong, but he wouldn't respond. As I pulled him closer, he put his head on my shoulder. And then in hushed tones, he whispered, He's behind. 
I spun around and I could see no one. Again, I settled my son down for the night. But <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that word. But even though he went back to sleep, I felt a sense of unease. Much as I tried to move on, I couldn't shake that moment in my mind. Weeks went by, and then one day my daughter, who had always been a good sleeper, I'm so trying to stay. <laughs> And to ask strange questions about an elderly lady. Oh, Daddy, elderly lady, that's strange. Why does she smell like lavender? And you're right. <laughs> Stop it. One night when I was tucking her into bed and reading her a story, she sat up and in a very serious voice asked, Where's the old lady who sings to me? I laughed and said, there's no old lady. <laughs> but she was adamant. There was, mm. she told me, an elderly lady who sang and read her stories. At this point, my wife was worried too. So she asked me to do some research into the history of the property. Do oh. some research, Roll. Kick you out of it's, the bed. It's too late to do history after you've You've bought the bought house. The Best house. you don't know. <laughs> just, just don't look. Yeah, you don't. You should. But his wife told him to. Mm. Yeah. I shared a passion for local history with my dad, so I decided to visit the local studies library to see what I could find. Our home is in Severn Street off Holderness Road in East Hull. Now, everyone in England, go and you search for that place because, geez, it's here now, which is made up of a long row of traditional early 20th century terraces. At the library, I searched through reams of old articles until I came across one headlined, <gasps> Murder on Severn Street. <gasps> I sat bolt upright. <gasps> You had to see that. You had to see that. Was there a connection? I read on. In old editions of the Hull Daily Mail and the Hull Times, a long-running newspaper which was now defunct, I discovered the dark truth. (gasps) My ideal home was the site of a horrific murder. (gasps) At 9pm on April 1st, 1945, in the dying days of Second World War, Fred Watson grabbed an axe walked down the stairs from his bedroom and smashed it through the head of Emily Eleanor Garbutt. Hacky, hacky, hacky. <laughs> Whee! He struck her with the axe six times before dragging her body into the back room. Then he took a rusty knife to his wrists to try and kill himself. When that failed, he turned mm. to the gas taps. You are having too much fun, Peter. We are. The neighbours heard the commotion and called the police. 911. Within 10 minutes, Watson was arrested. I thought you'd do the eeyore, eeyore. I was going to, but it went past too fast. (laughs) I was still thinking it's not 911 in Britain. It's something else. (laughs) Is it 999? I don't know. 222. Emily had lived in the home for many years in Watson. A 69-year-old fitter was a lodger. The story, don't, don't go there. The story of her death left me sick to the stomach. This was not the end of the drama. Oh, please. As I discovered in old news reports, Watson was taken to the Hull General Infirmary, which was then in Beverly Road, where his bleeding wrists were patched up. He took this opportunity to escape. 
Run away! The police now had an axe murderer on the loose. <gasps> but Watson was unlucky. He ran towards the city centre and straight into a group of officers from Norfolk Street Police Station. Bang. Idiot. Who took him back into custody. Watson, done, mate. Watson stood trial for the terrible murder but was deemed insane <laughs> and spared the hangman's gallows. <sighs> he was sent to an asylum and a short while later he managed to kill himself. Did they put him in Newgate Prison? <clears throat> Check out the True Hauntings episode. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh Breaking the news to my wife wasn't easy, and her first thought was to contact the local church. I made inquiries, and eventually the Diocese of York sent a priest to bless the property. (laughs) (laughs) When he arrived, he walked into the house and said to me... But just while you're gathering yourself there, you've upset Mark because he said, I can't believe the kid said to the man, bang, was banging a stick in his hand. <laughs> he lost his poop. <laughs> it. Don't tell me a thing. <coughs> he looked up the city. The, there's no context with that oh. now. Hold on. Did his <laughs> wife say, don't tell me a thing? But she's the one that told no, him to go no. and research. No. When, when, the church, when the priest came, oh, the priest oh, came don't he arrived. The if the priest came, you just wipe it off me. and apologise. <laughs> Stop it! Get up to one story! Just one! You've got no hope with both of us in studio. This is not being a podcast, it's not. No, it's not. Don't tell me a thing, said the priest. Okay. He looked up the stairs and said, there's a man with an axe in his hand at your son's bedroom. Call me daddy. Using words too colourful for publication, I said he can go away. (laughs) He needed some effort offspray from Spells and Spirits. The priest then turned and said there was a lovely little old lady who loved the house and loved our family. She was very protective, he added. I said that she could stay. I felt better after the priest priest said that? That's unusual. No, no, no. The dad. The The dad. dad. Oh, right, okay. Get with the program. (coughs) I felt better after the priest (sighs) visit, but I still wanted to know more about poor Emily, Hmm. so I began to research her life and death. One thing that troubled me was why she had taken a lodger. I found out that she had once been married to a man called Ernest Garbett, a dock worker who was well known for having lost fingers and toes. Number of accidents. Oh, he, he's a tad clumsy, wasn't he? <laughs> oh no! Did he have so. a side job? <laughs> Making people sneeze. <laughs> okay. So when? So where was he when poor Emily was murdered? I can't do it. I discovered a report in the 1929 edition of the Hull Daily Mail. <coughs> which explained how Ernest had gone missing before his body was found in the Humber estuary. Today our house is warm and welcoming, nothing like a haunted house you might imagine. Even the family cat is chilled and often sleeps in the spot where Emily was murdered. Oh dear. Oh. And the sagas had another positive outcome. Today I help other research Others research the history of their properties and discover the amazing stories connected to them. My passion has developed into a career and I've appeared on hit TV shows including Most Haunted, Most I'm Haunted special. Live, Paranormal Lockdown, so Killer Neighbours and many more. Oh, God, making a show called Killer Neighbours. I'd watch it. As for Emily, every year on April 1st we light a candle in memory of a lady who lived wax. here happily for many years. She will always be welcome. 
Oh dear. I'm All enjoying right. your comments, the comments there, Robert. They're uh, quite uh, quite funny. Thank you. <laughs> Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio. And we are back on Newcastle Live Radio for another Sunday for our very first birthday. Happy Yay! birthday to us. And um, Steve, thank you for listening. Uh, we did request cake would be here for us for our first birthday, but it wasn't. But luckily, Renata is a psychic. She knew that there would be no cake, so she bought <laughs> some for us. <laughs> I did. Speaking of which, you can do our psychic development class if you just check out the Anne and Renata Frightfully Good page or the Frightfully Good School of Ghost Hunting. There is a link there and that is starting up on the 1st of August, I believe. Yes, three weeks. Three weeks of psychic development. We're not joking. This is real. (laughs) (laughs) See how good she is. predicted. Yeah, yeah. she's so good she knew there was no cake. So, um, (laughs) Now, look, Renata did request that we bring back the Paranormal Trash or Treasure. Oh, because we Um, love it. We love it. And this is where I trawl through the internet to find items on eBay or uh, what's the other one we have a good time on Etsy uh, where they have items that are supposedly haunted. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we have to determine from the description whether it is paranormal trash or paranormal treasure. So You I've, look like you've got 15 pages of information I have in. got eight. Oh, <laughs> like we've got nine I minutes. know, I know, I know. So I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. It's big print and there's lots of spacing. Okay. Uh, I didn't have time to get it all condensed down and you're making me talk even longer and waffling on. So... Have a look at the picture on the Newcastle Live Radio community community page, page on Facebook, and um, it's actually the photo I've chosen shows it's um, being activated, and you can see the energy coming out of it. And I've asked people to let me know. Christy's going to check what comments people have said to say what is this ring? Is it a uh, possession? Is there a spirit attached to it? Is it demonic, or is it giving you special powers? And what are those special powers? So I want. I wanted to start off by saying this is an absolute bargain. It's on eBay right now and I'd love someone to buy it for us. Its starting bid is $9.99 US. Oh, cheapest I know. $14.35 Australian approximately. For a, a ring that's just so magical. I know. And it's the title for it is the paranormal spirit ring known as the bitch of hell <laughs> alluring black witch talisman. Oh, how many more... It, it, it ticks a few boxes yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it says, get what you want and need in your life. Oh, get me one. Oh, and as I said, there's eight pages of notes on this. You know oh, it's going to be good oh, for $9.99 when yeah. there's eight pages of notes. Welcome, friends and fellow collectors of paranormal, sometimes strange or really weird metaphysical items. If you believe in a magical and mystical side of life, or if you're looking for personal treasured items, then you have come to the right place. Magic is real. It is all around us. It is the way the universe brings forth our deepest desires. It was used by our ancestors and and will be used by our descendants. When we sit quietly, we can hear its whispers leading the way. Magic happens all the time. In small ways and large ways, magic can change our lives. Each and every one of us holds within us a totally unique magic of our own. Can we get to the ring? 
So this is the paranormal haunted ring from yes. the White Witch Estate, known as the Bitch of Hell. Um, eBay rules do state the sale of items with the paranormal jewellery category, uh, intangible items or things which the buyer cannot confirm they have received. For example, a ghost in a jar, someone's soul. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I just had to read some of these out because it was just like, this is, okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll keep going on. It says, this means if eBay cannot prove it exists, they consider it intangible and can block sellers from listing these items. You are being offered an opportunity to become the owner of the actual item, which is physically described in this listing. It will be mailed to the new owner, so it is definitely definitely tangible. Hmm. Having got that out of the way, I personally believe that if you are looking in this category, then you are looking for items which uh, with exactly that sort of power and or ability. Everything I sell here has been owned by myself and or other person who completely and honestly believes in the power of the metaphysical paranormal world and witchcraft. These are our personal beliefs and they should not have a direct influence or other bearing on your decision to buy or bid. As always, various... Oh, that just goes on about states more. Okay, physical description. Shall we right, get on to that? let's get that. Yes, yes, yes. Warning. 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 <clears throat> Even though this section is for the physical description of this ring, I feel the need to remind you that it has been owned by a black witch... <gasps> And used in her rituals. <clears throat> we all know how Renata feels about these. <laughs> now, they said, I can cleanse and purify it if the new owner would like me to, but that will remove much of the paranormal aspects of the ring. Yeah, it's going to be crap. I know, that. it'll be just, just yeah. be a ring then. God, who'd want that? It'll be genuine yeah. plastic. <laughs> With that said, this auction is for a beautiful ring, which I have been told is vintage, although the exact age is unknown. Features a diamond shaped clear gemstone with powerful faceting and is very secure in a classic six claw setting. Although I have looked very closely, I cannot see a jeweler's mark or any other stamp <laughs> inside the black co coloured metal. Black zirconium, a question mark, band of the ring. So for total accuracy, both the type of gems gemstone and composition of the band should probably be considered Unknown. Uh, it's probably a portage. <laughs> Due to the pandemic, I've not been able to get to either the base metal or gemstone verified. The pandemic gets blamed for a lot here. Uh, so the, either this is an exceptional piece of costume jewellery or potentially a very valuable ring. Now, he's had this for a while. You I know. The, 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 people out. are out now. People are not stuck mm -hmm. in their houses mm -hmm. anymore. And this is on eBay now. Yeah. Um, so what I do know is that it is deceptively normal looking ring <laughs> when mm. you consider what it is capable of doing. The cl classically stylish ring is suitable for anyone, man or woman, experienced practitioner of the craft or a novice and it can be worn conventionally on a chain or simply carried with you whichever way you decide this is an outstanding and magnificent ring to add to your own personal jewelry collection and one which my photos certainly do not fall justice to it really is much nicer when you see the actual vessel please remember that these are very special vessels which need to be treated with care they should not be submerged in water for any length of time. No, it'll melt. Or worn while cleaning or gardening. Yeah. It's kind of Make your finger go green. Yeah. <laughs> 
This can lead to discoloration of the base metals and a loss of the gemstones. It's a piece of poop. Even chemicals from our own body can react with various metals and cause discoloration. Uh-huh. Are we feeling a bit of a furfy coming uh-huh. on here? No, that's magical. It's magic. It's, it's magic. magic. It's, that's its aura. <laughs> Growing I thought it was you. alchemy. I thought it was uh, reacting with you yeah, and your like alchemy. Like a fungi. <laughs> <laughs> Magical alchemy. Which really means that the jewellery items I sell here should be treated with just as much care and attention as any other valuable piece of jewellery. Please note, due to the current pandemic, I am no longer able to have the jewellery I sell properly appraised. Oh, you've said that before. I know. Well, I'm just... All right. Well, let me get down. Um, This ring is one of the last few rings which which were inherited by a neighbour of mine after a distant relative left it to her with his blessings. Like the earlier rings, it has been in her possession for about a year now, and once again, she has asked for my help. She knows very little about the past history of the ring, only these few facts. Thanks. Wait on us. Here are the fact that this spirit is very, very powerful entity. A duchess, demon, mother and fallen angel father. Get two in one. And has been used multiple times in satanic rituals. And she has no problems using and utilizing the most powerful dark magic. She puts in brackets, yes, I did sell her younger sister a few months ago. Hang on. They she sold her sister. <laughs> sold, she sold yes, her I did sell her younger sister a few months ago. So there you go. So they've they've got the human slave trade happening as well. This ring is not for the faint-hearted. She is not interested in doing good deeds or being nice, this bitch from hell. So what has this spirit... Of course not. So hang on, I've still got more and I've got like a minute. So what has this spirit told us about herself? She is over 12,500 years old. She offers unlimited opportunities and the lights flashing in the studio with her owner to gain wealth and fulfill their desires in brackets untested (laughs) (laughs) she is not limited to human form and can shift into many different animal forms in brackets confirmed by testers Mm -hmm. Um, she offers enhanced psychic perception and capabilities to her owners confirmed by testers she can dramatically increase the power of any dark spirits or demon spirits you might already own uh, and, and or consider owning confirmed by testers she can persuade or manipulate other beings, both human and spirits, untested. Uh, she can offer greatly enhanced outcomes for, of dark spiritual and satanic ritual practices, confirmed by testers. Using her own words, now they did say anything in the, the 69ers means that it is um, from the spirit, right? All right? I can get my owner what they want and need in their life. Um, it's it's going to rattle on. She stated that it's the right-hand spirit of the former president of Haiti, Francois Duvalier, also known as Papa Doc, and at his request, he only tried to command me once and regret, regretted it. I am not a slave, um, but apparently played a major role in elevating the status of voodoo into a national... Um, it's, there is so much. Uh, not only is she known as the bitch of hell, she pr- says she prefers the name for her and is proud of the fact that 
that considering all the other dark spirits in hell, you know in advance I'm not going to be nice. So in summary, if you are an avid demonologist, occultist or collector of dark artefacts of occult nature and you regularly utilise this ring or keep it in your proximity to your collection and or ritual space, teeth in, you could well see a tremendous boom in activity and outcomes for your ceremonial activity. It goes on for another three pages. Mm. That's enough. Mm. Look, for someone who said at the beginning they actually don't know much about the ring. They know a lot. They know a lot, don't Mm. they? So is it paranormal trash or treasure, peoples? Oh, it's a piece of trash. For $9.99, it's a bargain. I know, I'm thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. Okay, here we go, guys. We have a live spell in the studio with Miss Christy. Uh, yes. We hope you're watching. Yes, we're, we're live on YouTube now on Anne and Renata Frightfully Good, if anyone wants to watch us. We've got our, our camera propped up, and Christy's got the other one on Facebook for Anne and Renata Frightfully Good. I have to say, this is not my best angle, because it's making <laughs> me look really, really. Hang on. If, I do, if we've got gaff tape? <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's Sorry, go. Christy. Yes, yes. We're, we're here. We're All in right. your hands. Okay. Now, people at listening at home you too can join in with this spell oh, we heavens. have we only need two things and okay. i'm going to pass them oh, no. over now okay. it's oh, one no. of them cake no. now one our spell is about drawing something to us oh god oh no i, d- I don't want to draw <laughs> that to me here we go no. i really Here's don't oh, no. i really don't want to draw that to me oh. <laughs> Oh. Here's the rest. I may have already have had enough of this recently. All right. Now, okay. let's talk about banana magic. Oh, banana magic. <laughs> I've never heard of banana magic. I mean, like... What country does this come from? All right. All right. All right. Tell us all okay. about it. Banana magic. So bananas are used in spells for drawing things to us. Right. right. I'm going to okay. do this on the Kyle and Jackie O'Shea. I'm just yep. saying. <laughs> so... With anything with spellcrafting, we want to get our intention there first. So thinking about what we want. So using a banana can be used in sex magic. Mm -hmm. So if you want to draw some big D energy to you, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take out your banana. You're not watching. Don't watch. Mm -hmm. Okay. But tonight we're going to focus on using our banana to draw money to us. Okay. We are on. That's it. That's that's what we want. Yep. Yep. So holding your banana, think about maybe an amount of money that you want. Mm -hmm. It's in my head. Yep. It's in my head. Okay. I have to write it on my banana. Yes. So that's why I'm giving you some pens. Yes. So at home, if you've got your nana, if you want big D energy, then you go for how many inches you want. These are quite small bananas. They are. That's okay. But you can still write a lot on them. That's right. So not just only the amount, but also put on there what you want that amount for. So you might want $900,000 to buy your dream home. All right, so okay. we uh, we want first class travel, Renata. I'm putting that on okay, there. First okay. class. Oh, does it ruin it if you say what what you're doing? Because no. this, this is radio, so we can't just sit That's here right. and uh, write quietly. A lot of thing about spellcrafting is keeping it secret. I'm, I'm focusing. So when we keep it secret, oh, when we keep I'm what writing. we're doing to ourselves, yes. it actually holds that energy to ourselves. So rather right. than dispersing right. it out yes. and stopping other people poo pooing on what you want. That is yes, true. This is is right. That because is what I want has nothing to do with anything with anybody else. No. So when we tell them what we're 
manifesting and things right, like that. Yes. Like yep. I said, it disperses it. Yes. All right. Uh, we're, we're frantically so, writing because I, yes. I want a lot. All you need is a <laughs> banana and a pen. And and your intentions. And intentions. I love it. I All love right. it. I'm, I'm running out of room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just putting lots and lots so of So the main signs. things on there, like I said, the amount, whether it's a dollar sign or whether it's inches. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. The reason yep. why you want it, either you want to yep. live in your dream home or... You know, you just want some. Because I love it. How's yes. that? Right. Because okay. <laughs> yep, I want yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. I've got it everywhere, yes. Okay. So now what, what do we do now? Now, the next best thing that we do with our banana now that we have given it all of our love and attention. Yep. Yes. Is eat it. <laughs> now. This, this isn't keto. <laughs> now, let me say, no. if you were going for big D energy, you might not be eating it. Renata's <laughs> <laughs> putting two, to two together here. <laughs> all right, so I, I'm just going to grasp it firmly in my hands at the moment and give it a little bit of a squeeze and yep. put all my intentions into just it. Soften, Warm it up. So, <laughs> soften it up a bit. Warm it up a little so, bit. They're a bit cool. <laughs> oh, we're getting some lovely comments yeah. coming through on YouTube. Yeah, and just, right. you know, depends right. on which way it bends, you know. It's, it's quite curly, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's got lovely quite, bananas. Yeah, he's got yeah. a big bend on now, it. Now, do we have to eat it with the skin? Oh, no. Well, you can't eat banana skin. I know, but we've written on it. But that's so going into into, into the banana. All right. So this this is, uh, I'm now um, sticking my fingernail into the end to try and get. <laughs> oh, the... look! It's working already. Oh, <gasps> oh yeah. Robert, he sent us 20 bucks. Oh, Super nice. Super stickers. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, this guy sounds really okay. good on radio. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things you shouldn't do when yeah. you're doing no. radio is no. eat, eat a banana and, and talk at the one time. No. But the things we do for you people. I know. And look, if you're at home, get stuck into your banana, whether you're um, mm. eating it or something else. <laughs> You just do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad with there's that. no lavender involved because I was really <laughs> concerned there for a while. Now, <laughs> with the skin, do we have to kind of put it somewhere special? Look, you could you could gift it to outside to the animals or something like that. I definitely wouldn't throw it into the trash. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't put it in the bin. You could actually compost it mm-hmm. because that will stay in your you know, I'm stay around you. Oh, Penny Fraser, thank you. Oh, Penny, thank you. This is working so well right yeah, I know, it's I know. great. I should put more money <laughs> on my banana. OnlyFans, I think people would like to watch Only women fans. eating bananas. Oh. But this And then rubbing it between yes. our toes? Yes, <laughs> squishing it between your oh, toes. No. I imagine it. <laughs> but this just goes to show how Steve, simple... Steve, turn off now, Steve. <laughs> but this is how simple spell people. work can be. Yeah, 23 people watching us eat a banana on YouTube right now. I don't think you can go wrong. And they're sending us money. Oh, <laughs> no. I tell you, you can't go we wrong. We love you guys. I love it. I love, this is powerful juju. That's right. And look, it just doesn't have to be a banana. It's actually what I had on hand. And pen's right really good on bananas. They, they do. do. I was yes. really surprised. Yeah, mm. so you don't need a Sharpie. Just a normal biro mm-hmm. will do the trick. Um, but you can utilise things that you have at home. <coughs> you don't have to go and, you know, buy a stupid ring off fancy. <laughs> but it was only $9.99. $9.99. And that comes from a fallen angel father and a black witch mother yes. and yeah. things like that. That yes. would never happen no. anyway. But all of these, we have so many magical items we that do. can be utilised in our home mm-hmm. that are our everyday things. Yes. And, you know, having eating the banana, it just there is no waste. 
Mm-hmm. With that, and you have consumed what you want to bring yeah. into this world. Mm. We did have a question. Someone asked whether you can blend it with yogurt. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Mm. Yeah. Rub it on your body and get someone to lick it off oh, if you really wow. want to. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Roman, you did not hear that. <laughs> Next week we're going to do sex magic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I still have that one regret that when we were in that little book town, uh, Hey on Why, um, that I found a big book on sex magic. The and it was a book of sex It magic. was like 100 pound or something. And I went, I, I really want it, but it's <laughs> that's a lot of money. And I... Yeah, I didn't, and I now really regret it. Not that I would have practiced any of it, <laughs> but I, I wanted the book. There I was going to rescue it. Titillating. There, there, is, <laughs> there is no excuse now for anyone to eat a banana the way they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Before you consume that beautiful fruit, uh, you must write on it your wishes, your dreams, and your hopes. Uh, send it your love. Send that request out into the universe, <gasps> and then go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, now while you're all thinking about that delightful thing that, that we was have my just done, spot. thank you so much, Christy. It's you're been welcome. such a delight Thanks, to have Christy. you here. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Oh, welcome back, everyone. Boy, it has been such a joy to be here this evening. You know, my lungs, I had not been coughing at all. And then we got in here and we started to giggle and carry on. And then it loosened everything back up and all starts coming back out again. Everyone that's been worried about my cough, it is so much better. So don't stress. I am on the mend finally. Sorry, go on, keep going. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's just been so awesome to be here tonight. And we'll look, we thank you so very, very much for everyone who has taken the time to send a message in. It means so much to us um, to be here every Sunday and to know that we do have people listening in. Um, we love the fact that you've sent in messages. And um, before we go any further, Christy, thank you so much for coming in tonight. You're welcome. Can you Loving. come back and do it more often? Yes, please. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and the sound effects were great between you and I because we could actually see each other so we weren't talking over the top of each other which is great um, we do have some more birthday wishes as well from yeah. Sam Sam wished us a happy birthday um, and oh I know, I've lost it uh, we've got great music choices for you uh, that somebody has said today thank you thank you um, and uh, Sergey is here listening oh, uh, uh, hello Ladies, Anne, Renata and Christy love listening to and having a laugh. Happy birthday. He says it's a trash ring. Mm. And yes, I think you are the only Sergey that we have here. So uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, and uh, Robert is claiming that where he comes from, bananas are big. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, you'll have to send us a picture. I'm oh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. Send Robert no. a yes. picture. I'll give you her, Just look I'm, up Newcastle I'm, Ghost Tours and I'm, send it to that phone, please. <laughs> oh, no. The bananas. Yes. The bananas. Yes. I'm sure, Renata. 
Dirty birdie, you are. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, ring, and we've got a, a message yeah. here now from Mark. That ring is the one ring to rule them all. Witch and voodoo powers. Oh my god, that's definitely worth the price. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's I'd a pay bargain. double. I'd pay double for that. <laughs> I hope it's got one of those movable bands on it because, you know, it's like this one one size fit all. I don't know. I don't know. Like your bananas. <laughs> Get on it's me. not the size of the banana that counts. No, it's that's the way right. it's, it's... It's the amount of writing you've got on the skin. They were quite bendy, weren't they? <laughs> they yeah, were. they had quite a little a kink in them, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> For and those hard-to-reach places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. For those people that have used their banana tonight for their magic, let us know how it goes next Depending week. Depending on what you used it Well, for. I mean, they don't have to give us the dirty, dirty oh. details, do they? They can tell us, uh, um, yes, it worked or no, it didn't work, or if, if you wrote a special wish on there and it, it happens... Just, just let us know because I would be just really interested. Just don't send us pictures. <laughs> I don't need a picture of bananas. Now, what have we got coming up? We've got the uh, psychic development class, mm-hmm. which um, we have the information on the Frightfully Good School of Ghost Hunting and yes. Anne and Renata yes. Frightfully Good. And we did have an early bird special, but now um, we, it is the normal price of $60, which is really still cheap as chips. You're getting three weeks of um, tutorial. Yep. And, uh, yes, so that is still available, absolutely. We would love some more people to be on that. Uh, We have a Stroud tour coming up this Saturday, and uh, we just have probably about three or four tickets left. Um, I did have two tickets left for Dubbo, but Mm -hmm. there was a lady waiting. Um, I hope that she has purchased them by now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did contact her and let her know. So Dubbo is now sold out. Uh Um, And we've got a few tours coming. Coming up for um, August. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them should be up. I think we've got a Tomago house coming up soon as well, which has to go up very, very soon. And we've got one on the Friday before um, Halloween that's going to go up as well. Yes. But we're, uh, we haven't given the details out for that yeah. yet. Uh, there was something else I was going to say that was very important then, and I forgot to stick my fingers in my ears and hold that thought. Mm-hmm. It's got all oh, the... Uh, the tarot shows. We've got tarot yes. shows coming up. We've got um, the uh, Wyong Milk Factory, uh, which that's nearly that sells out, guys. So there's not that many tickets left in that one. And uh, also Gloucester. We're going to Gloucester as well on the third Wednesday. Thir- the third, yeah, Wednesday uh-huh. the third of August. That one is. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know that the t- tickets were selling really well for that one. So yeah, and then we've got something very special coming up at Maitland Jail which hopefully we can announce next week. That will be on the 24th of August. So keep that day free. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Absolutely so exciting. And Christy, your Spells and Spirits uh, shop online, is that full of goodies? It is. And I've got a whole stack of new goodies that I need to upload Ooh. Will you be doing it soon? I will. I will be doing that um, Tuesday night. I've got books. I've got crystals. <gasps> Excellent. Ooh. And we've, we've Excellent. got Kerry, another Kerry that's come in and wished us a happy birthday as well. Thank you, And uh, Robert said, Brad will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad. Our troll. Oh. <laughs> Renata's already wiped him from her mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, it's been a wonderful, wonderful, uh, happy first birthday show and we appreciate your messages. Renata? Yeah, and look, we need to thank Newcastle Live Radio for actually allowing us into the studio and considering... <laughs> actually the, allowing yeah, us. <laughs> considering the shenanigans we get up to, when we started this, we were just tiny little sweet little petals. And we were we? terrified. We, nothing, nothing like this could ever happen. And then we realised that they left us alone I about know. week three. There and was then, no one else here and then we thought, okay. We nearly broke the desk. We had to ring Bonnie <laughs> partway through to save us because we had ads and songs running on top of each other and the news. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joyous moment. <laughs> but we're okay now. We're, we're managing to get through the show with uh, very few hitches and uh, we absolutely love being here and we can only stay here with the support of you guys that listen to us every week. So thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you everyone for Anne and Renata for having me on and looking after Spells and Spirits and um, for everyone else that jumps online and looks at all my memes, buys yes. things from me, says hello to me when they see me at Expos. I love it. Thank, thank you. you. All right, we've got to get going. Yeah, and we've got a song for you guys because this is how we feel. We would walk 500 miles to say hello to you and that's what we're going to end with. We want you to stay spooky, see on the dark side, and <laughs> we are leaving this show with the Proclaimers. Bye. 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 Most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts, but sometimes the facts don't give us the answer. So it's time to call in Anne and Renata. Spooky Sundays, when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable. Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Sunday from 8pm, only on Newcastle Live.